Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Long Distance, good luck with that. I am your host, Kelsey Guidis, and I am so excited to finally be doing this. I have my own past experience with a long distance relationship, and I remember feeling so lost and unsupported by those around me. So my goal with this episode is to gain some more perspective from others who have experienced similar situations. With the traditional pattern of going away to college after high school and the rise of people meeting their significant others online, couples often find themselves choosing to be or not to be in a long distance relationship. In a long distance relationship, the couple strives to stay connected while also pursuing their individual goals. In their respective locations, the individuals have social networks comprised of family, friends, teammates, coworkers, etc. And these people often influence the individuals and their perceptions of their relationship through sharing thoughts, opinions, support, or lack thereof. This can lead to various outcomes that will either make or break the relationship. In this episode, we are going to hear from four people who are either currently in a long distance relationship or have been in one in the past. They have their own experiences with support from their social networks, which has led them to having happy, fulfilling relationships or the total opposite. To start, we will hear from Ashley, who is currently dating her boyfriend, Jono. Ashley lives here in Moraga, while Jono lives in Utah. She was not allowed to date until she was in college, so it's been quite the transition into this relationship with Jono and how her family views it. Let's check it out. But I don't miss you, baby. I'm here with Ashley. So when we met before, you mentioned previously that your parents didn't allow you to have a boyfriend in high school. Mm -hmm. And then that's obviously changed. So yeah. how do you like talk to your parents about your relationship? Yeah. So as you said, growing up, we weren't allowed to have boyfriends. Mm -hmm. They wanted us to date and get to know a lot of different people. So we go on double dates and that way we could pick up things from boys that we could see in our future companion without the trouble of only dating one person. Okay. Um, so now that I'm like of marrying age, mm -hmm. I guess I'm 19, but I'm yeah. not in high school anymore. And yeah. I've been in college for two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's more like quote unquote appropriate, I'd say for them. Like, so okay. it's not an issue, but at first, it was kind of hard to talk about and like, mm -hmm. or, or I guess it was hard to just say like, yeah, my boyfriend or yeah, so my boyfriend, because it's yeah. like so weird. Like it was always a no-no to, yeah. to have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but now they love him and support him and they can see clearly that he makes me really happy and that he's an amazing person. Mm -hmm. So I'd say it was worth all of the obeying um, <laughs> rules, rules growing up and, and it makes sense. And now it's just a really healthy relationship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So how does this like relationship when like talking about it with your family, like how does that compare when you like talk to your friends about it? Like right, here. Right. So my siblings, they mm -hmm. all like, they're all excited because they might get a new brother-in-law, you know? Or, right. I don't know. It's just like, we've been dating for almost six months and mm -hmm. they're kind of like, okay, where's this going? Yeah. So they're like, so are you, are you going to move to Utah, Ashley? Or like, is he going to move to California? Yeah. So there's definitely like a little more pressure from my siblings. Right. Or, or just like an excited tone, yeah. like where they can see it they going. They can see a future. Yeah. And, and, then, and what's that going to look like? Right. And, yeah. But they've always been very supportive in yeah. like My brother has said like, dang that's hard mm -hmm. well you guys are super cool i love him and then yeah. you know we just keep going but, yeah but then friends mm -hmm. um it's definitely like easily every one of Jono's friends this week in utah was like 
so when you're getting married or yeah. anything, and then like I talk about my brother got married on Thursday so yeah. they'd, be, they'd be like oh their wedding yours is next, You're next. And, <laughs> and there and there hasn't been a negative connotation from our good close friends because they just you know they love both of us they support both of us mm-hmm. we have bumped into friends or acquaintances who are like long distance and then the first thing they want to do is just share about how horrible their experience was and mm-hmm. like oh long distance sucks i don't know how you're doing that like, yeah like i did long distance for two months and it barely lasted yeah. so i can't even imagine how you guys are doing it's kind of hard sometimes but yeah and john and i just look at each other squeeze each other's hands on the table and we're like Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been working. So that's right. So you guys make it work. So yeah. what would you say? Like, how do you two make it work? Like, what are the biggest things that yeah. keep you guys going? I'll just keep it simple. Communication. We call all the time or mm-hmm. a few times a day, and then we schedule time to call to do personal check-ins, and that's like mm-hmm. on Sunday. And then two, we schedule date night. So every Thursday we have date night. So yes. Like, um, it's so fun to finally have a date night in person this week, this last yeah. week. But when we're not together, just fun online games or just a deep conversation or we'll yeah. order each other food. Yeah, I know I, you mentioned last time you yeah. guys like played Battleship. Yes. I was like, that's so creative. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. so fun. He, like, w- he was so excited about it. He went and rented the Battleship from his school's library. I got oh. it from my library and then we played. <laughs> it took us like an hour and a half with all the talking and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was fun. So communication date night is important so just schedule time overall and then we also have each other's schedules in our phones so we know what the other is doing and we can support each other with what's going on in our lives so we're still very much in each other's lives yeah except physically of course but emotionally and spiritually like we're there for each other yeah that's awesome so have you ever shared I'm sure you probably get the question from the skeptical kind of people like oh how's that working out kind of like you mentioned so like (laughs) how do they react if you share that oh this is what we do and it works for us yeah yeah their first question is how long you guys been dating and we're like oh like five months and they're like Mm -hmm. oh really and then we're like yeah and I'll say exactly what I told you like yeah we just make it work we communicate and I always end with and he's just the most amazing person I've met so it's worth it and you know I feel like a lot of those people like to their to their credit they probably weren't dating the right person that's why it didn't last yeah but with Jono he's just so amazing so I would make it work with him for as long as it takes to eventually be with him in person yeah and so do you get a lot of positive feedback too like when you share like what you guys do to make it work yeah people they're always going oh my gosh that's so cute yeah (laughs) they're like good for you like they'll give positive positive and that how does that make you feel in your relationship it makes me feel a lot better than the people who are like really you're doing long yeah (laughs) all the negative sucks yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah it's encouraging especially Mm -hmm. from the people we care about most which is our family like Mm -hmm. they they all just have positive attitudes, so we're just really blessed to be surrounded by our immediate family who love us. <laughs> so, in Ashley's case, she has grown into this new version of herself in her relationship with Jono. Her family is overwhelmingly supportive of their relationship, and this leads her to have more confidence in her relationship and their future together. The second person I talk to is Rachel. Rachel has been dating her boyfriend, Nick, for over six months. She lives here in the Bay Area while he is finishing school in Los Angeles. It took them a while to finally commit to each other, but they have made it work. Let's hear what she has to say. I'm here with Rachel, and when you first told me about Nick, you said his description on paper, like, (laughs) 
Do you want it said it you said it screams red flag. So how did you describe him? Okay, so I'll first describe him like when I first met him. So he goes to USC. He's like frat boy energy, kind of like on paper. Yeah. You know, at gym bro, um, finance bro, mm. um, short king. Yes. Love them. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so there was like a couple of things where I was just like, ah, you know, so if I were to see him on paper, I'd probably like, if I were like swiping through Tinder or something, yeah. I would not. Right. I would not go for that. Yeah. Just like if I saw his biography. Obviously, I'm attracted to him and you yes. know, we've, we've been in a relationship for a while, but right. um, he's definitely made up for it and, and redeemed his qualities in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. So the most like influential people in your life, I would say, are like your mom and your grandma, like their opinions really matter to you. Mm-hmm. And so would you say that like your mom and grandma agree with the whole red flag transition to like... Oh, he's actually a cool guy. Like, oh, my my mom and my grandma, they loved him from the start. Like, really? Seriously. I mean, one of the first times he came over, he brought my grandma flowers. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's 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 been a he's soft a big spot old sweetheart. for me. He's a big sweetheart. Yeah. And, you know, my, my family loved him. Yeah. And they knew you guys were doing long distance. Mm-hmm. Have they ever expressed any concerns about you two, like, doing the distance? Not really, kind of on the contrary. Like my mm-hmm. mom, for example, was saying like, this will be good for you guys. Like it'll give you guys space and time to like focus on yourselves and your schoolwork and like your your futures. And then, you know, like hopefully your futures will be able to align down the road. But, you know, this is, this is good for us. And, you know, it's not too long distance where we don't see each other ever. Like we, we still get to see each other every month or so, but. So overall you've received a lot of positive feedback about mm-hmm. Nick. I obviously have given you some too. I love Nick. <laughs> yeah. So how does this make you feel towards him and your relationship in general? Honestly, very like secure. Mm-hmm. Like Supported. I care a lot about my friends and like my family and their opinions and mm-hmm. like to some extent it does matter. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the, op- the, like the, I don't know the perception, word, but yeah, the perception, the opinion, it's up to me. Yeah. My friends and my family, again, they mean a lot to me. So yeah, like their opinions do matter. And the positive feedback that I've been getting has really like kind of, I think helped me fall in love with him even more. Aww, so <laughs> cute. How do you two make the distance work? Like what's rewarding about it? Like what are the drawbacks and how do you overcome that? So in the beginning, when we first went long distance, it was kind of tough, you know, we didn't see each other a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. we'd go like a month without seeing each other. We've kind of realized that you have to put in the effort, you know, so like making an effort to send him a text every day and call him every day. And we do like FaceTime dates where we'd like, we were watching The Last of Us every Mm -hmm. week, you know, so every Mm -hmm. Sunday we would FaceTime and watch the show together. So, you know, things like that have like helped us stay connected, but it's definitely been a challenge being able to stay connected, you know, because I a thousand percent know he's worth the effort. I was going to say, I I see him, (laughs) I see him in my future, but it was tough for a while. I think it's getting better and I might just be saying this because I just came from five days with seeing him, Yeah, (laughs) but I think that gives me a lot of hope when I am able to see him, Mm -hmm. it, it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Aw, so sweet. Rachel has a lot of support around her when it comes to her relationship with Nick. So as of right now, we're two for two. But I also talked to Nick and he had some other things to say. Let's check it out. Okay, so I'm here with Nick. Say hi. Hi, Kelsey. (laughs) 
So last time that we met, you mentioned that in the past mm. you've kind of tried to do long distance while you were deployed. Was that? Yeah, yeah. I did a long distance while I was doing some active duty time mm -hmm. in Virginia. And then there's another time in a different relationship that mm -hmm. I did long distance while I was doing boot camp and infantry training. Okay. And yeah. how did that go? It's tough. I Both uh, both relationships made it through that long distance part. Mm -hmm. But then quickly after that, it fell apart. Okay. So, yeah. Was there a specific reason as to why? I think like during that time, I was just kind of holding on and just waiting to see like in person if things would get better. Even though like in the moment I was checking out already. Yeah. But I, I kind of held on. And then once, you know, it was in person again and I kind of saw that I was feeling the same kind of way, mm -hmm. then. And that's when I ended things yeah. both times. So did this have an impact on how you felt just about long distance relationships in general, like moving forward? Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. I I didn't really want to do a long distance relationship again, and I mm -hmm. really wasn't planning on getting into another one with Rachel because I knew going in that it would have to be long distance. The other ones, not necessarily. I didn't know exactly it was going to turn out that way. This one, I did know going into it that there's going to be long distance component of that, and to me it just seemed like it was worth it to go and do it but that's why I was like I, I waited for a while before I asked her to right. be my girlfriend officially so at that point you know I saw it was, the long distance was something that I thought I could do again yeah have your friends also had similar experiences specifically like in the military that's a good question I, yeah I, I have had friends in the military that have been in long distance relationships some of them worked out and the other ones sometimes really awful things happen like the girlfriend would she in the relationship mm -hmm. or the guy who's in the military with me would she in the yeah. relationship so that has happened mm -hmm. before and it's awful but it's just one of the things so do you have those stories like uh -huh. maybe like before Rachel like did you have those stories in your head when you were in your relationship yeah I guess there's a little bit in the back of my mind worrying about something like that happening yeah. to me yeah. or the relationship not working out just because it's long distance but you kind of realize if you're really into someone you got to put your trust into yeah. that person in the relationship and that's just a risk you gotta take and if it happens to not work out for whatever reason then it's for the best anyway so yeah. at least you at least you gave it a chance yeah let me know if this lands wrong but would okay. you say that in the military like generally people have a negative perception on long distance relationships i guess like the big thing to joke around about for guys that are mm -hmm. in the military like especially in my my group of people that i'm training with it's all dudes and you know we all give each other shit and like the biggest thing to say to someone that in a in that long distance relationship it's like oh your girl is getting with someone else right now or mm. something like that so I mean I guess that would be negative in a way but that's just more of just talking trash like not really men super serious okay maybe for some people serious but yeah generally speaking not really yeah I mean there's got to be something that pushes them to say that yeah that's like you know the negative experiences and... yeah yeah okay. it's that's just like I think like old school there's yeah. like the name for the guy in the military for the guy that goes and takes care of your girl while you're um while you're away his name is jody, jody. So, yeah that's just like that's like the old school uh oh. thing they say so it really is embedded in military culture that even yeah. there's jargon for it so now like moving forward like you're in yeah. this great relationship with rachel yeah how is it different with her what about it makes it worth it um let me think of uh, all the right things to say here. <laughs> no, I'm just She's kidding. Gonna to this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, just uh, just speaking from the heart, though. Yeah. You know, I really feel like this this is different. 
So yeah, yeah we had a, a great foundation kind of in the beginning because we met naturally and started going out. But at the same time, we were working together. Mm-hmm. And during this past summer, we, I'm not kidding you, we spent nearly every day together because the days that we weren't hanging out or going on dates, we were together at work at yeah. the very least. Yeah. And so I felt like spending that much time with her and forming this bond, It mm-hmm. um, she matters a lot to me and you know she treats me great and she's everything that I ever wanted in a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can go in detail about that but the point is I didn't want to lose her and I wanted to see what it was going to be like when I moved down to Los Angeles for school yeah and so I moved down there and a month or two went by and I was just thinking like she's still she's still up here and we were still talking and things still seemed great and and not like it was going to break off or break apart so at that point I'm like this is worth giving a long distance a shot because I I I see a future with her so that's beautiful. So do you feel supported um, yeah. by friends and family like in this relationship with Rachel? Yeah, 100%. My friends let me know all the time. They're happy to see me happy and all my friends and family, they all really like Rachel, which is something outspoken about and not mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah, she's like, she's cool. She's all right. Not right. like that, but like, all right, like, yeah, like she's awesome uh, personality. She's really like, she's fun to hang out with, with you. Very and specific. They give you specific. Answers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's genuine. It's not just yeah. like trying to be nice is right. what I'm trying to say. And is so, that important to you? To yeah. That? Yeah. That's definitely important to me because some things like being in a relationship, you can kind of look over because you only see the good in everyone. So if like mm-hmm. people that are important to you, like friends or family start kind of pointing out things, then you need take a step back and reevaluate but right. I haven't had that issue with Rachel it's all been good ah uh, so Rachel and Nick are good after all despite the challenges Nick faced with his past attempts at long distance and the jokes from his friends in the military he knew Rachel was worth it and took that leap of faith with her they have both committed to each other and a future together and I wish them all the best Now, the time has come to listen to our final person, Sharon. Sharon has had an entirely different experience from the others we have heard from. She met her ex, Brad, entirely online through a Discord group where they would chat and play video games. And let's just say it didn't end well. Let's hear what she has to say. So I'm here with Sharon. So you already told me a little bit about how you and Brad met. So how did you feel about Brad before you met him in person when you guys were still online? I felt pretty excited because you hear and talk to a person and like you expect to meet a certain, you know, you you expect to meet that person, Mm -hmm. especially since I didn't see any pictures of them. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll just go into it blindly. It's like, whatever, you know, it is what it is. How was your relationship? Like, what was like a day in the life of you two before you met? on his days off which were like thursdays and fridays and we would like hang out virtually by either like playing video games because he lived in minnesota so mm-hmm. it was like a huge time difference and he worked night shifts so if it wasn't his day off we would hang out all the way until it was time for him to work which was like 8 p.m and then on his days off we would hang out pretty much all day which was like play video games just us two and then play video games with his friends and then watch movies how was the dynamic with the friends involved like were you all pretty close on the same level with each other it was like a clean friendship because like we started off as friends so all of his friends were pretty much my friends so i wasn't known like as like his girlfriend or anything like that because we were all friends so 
you eventually decided to go out and meet Brad. This was your 21st birthday in San Francisco and he wasn't who you thought he was gonna be. Tell yeah. me like a little bit about how that went when you first saw him. Yeah, so before I met him, he kept on saying that his camera didn't work, like his mm -hmm. computer camera didn't work, his phone camera didn't work. So mm -hmm. all I had to like base him off was like this photo, but he was like far away mm -hmm. and he was sitting down. So yeah. you couldn't really see much, right? So I went to pick him and another friend up from the airport and the friend already knew what he looked like right okay but when i saw him i was like what the hell is this yeah you like know? who is that <laughs> so when you guys were all hanging out in person like your friends you mentioned that they expressed some concern about just like him as a person and like you know kind of being an asshole how was that so they didn't bring it up until i brought it up because there was another group of friends who had already met him mm -hmm. in person pre-covid and they were all like oh yeah he's like a good person he's mm -hmm. pretty chill he's pretty nice you know he's so like, you already had this image of him like in your head like he was super cool so then mm -hmm. when you like started hanging out with him in person you were just totally in shock right yeah oh my gosh so how was he totally different from what they said he was yeah because they were like he's like a guardian because like he was like an old like the eldest brother of like i don't know like five or something mm -hmm. like that and so once i met him i was like oh no like he was like sloppy like at 8 a.m he would wake up and like chug like a whole like two liter of bisque iced tea oh my biggest pet peeve was like I, I was like saving leftovers for like lunch the next uh -huh. day and he ended up eating it for breakfast so you obviously noticed these signs and you were totally not with it and your friends noticed it too so when they came to you like how did this change the course of your relationship so once they started telling me like how they actually felt about him mm -hmm. it kind of made me feel seen because I thought I was like going crazy and I was like yeah. the only one like feeling off about him but they were all like on board of like yeah he's weird so did that ultimately lead you to like terminate the relationship pretty much yeah i had to like find some strength to do it like i had to come up with like an excuse on like to end it like oh yeah it's end up saying it was because of school because mm -hmm. i was like okay like i have to focus on finals and finding an internship and um he didn't buy it or like he did buy it but he was like oh like i can help you find internships mm. i can help you this i can no. do this and so then it went on like that for how long i think it was like a whole month of going back and forth but yeah it ultimately ended like the day before valentine's day and so how did it like finally just kibosh like how did it end he ended up telling me like the day before valentine's day he was like okay my grandma wants to know if we're ending things i was like why, the why do these family members get so over involved in their loved ones love lives and so how did you respond to that i felt bad because like she was 95 and so you eventually just had to say no. Yeah, I had to yeah. say like, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm really busy, I, I can't deal with this. So he made it kind of easy for you. Yeah. Well, sayonara, Brad. So, Sharon tried the long distance thing a different way, and it unfortunately didn't work out. This is your reminder to make sure you know who you were talking to online. I don't know how you're going to do that, but figure it out. <laughs> so Sharon also serves as an example of how the opinions of her social network led to the downfall of her relationship with Brad. But this does not mean you should lose all hope. There are people who do make it work, Ashley and Jono, Rachel and Nick, and many other couples who I unfortunately did not have the pleasure to interview. They have all found ways to make it work. 
and they are good examples of how the opinions of people in their social networks actually benefit their relationship and they allow their commitment to each other to be reinforced and strengthened. So there you have it. This concludes the first episode of Long Distance. Good luck with that. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to tell the members of your social network you love them. Peace out, y'all.